Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, jo- crime John. Pull up a stool, buddy. Hey, howdy, hey. What's going on? Not much. Any stroller fights this week? Anything like that? Wheelchair dilemmas? What's going on, John? As the bus uh, turns. You know, as the bus turns, we have moved on from our uh, executive that we had that made that horrible decision with uh, some kind of uh, software we had in the in the buses and the wacky routes that we were running. And we have moved back to the, the old styles where I come in in the morning and I get uh, basically, for example, today, uh, go over to Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios to Saratoga five times, take lunch, come back from lunch, take up a different bus and go six times Hollywood Studios to Coronado Springs. I uh, think it works a lot better for guests, and I think it works a lot better for us. We don't have so much downtime. Uh, so hopefully it works out, and hopefully uh, it, we'll see uh, some some better guest experiences coming going forward. So. Well, uh, sometimes less is more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's... It, for me, it's a mix because, in a way, it, it's nice to get on the bus and know where you're going. You know you know your load zone, and it's the same one every time and all that. But at the same time, it's nice, and it keeps your mind thinking when you're going to a different park and pit, picking up a different people to go to a different resort. So um, in that way, it's going to get real – some of them get real boring really quick. But uh, on the other hand, for example, I had uh, – the other day I had Animal Kingdom – uh, lodge to the Magic Kingdom. Well, you can only do about three of those before you're on lunch. <laughs> so you know, it's that's a long trip. Uh-huh. So. And it's nice. I mean, I like. I'd rather know. And then, I mean, if you're doing a whole day of studios, you can if the, if you talk to the uh, the the guests and everything, it kind of keeps that same theme going all day. Yeah, yeah, and and you know exactly, like I said, where your load zone is and stuff like that, and you'll actually see some of the guests going back. Uh, to the resort or back to the park after you dropped them off, you know, that type of thing, because you're on the same route. And it also it also helps for uh, signal 80s is what they call lost items. It helps with that because, you know, what route you were on, you know, yeah. somebody lost, the th- lost something. So no, that's good. 
But, yeah, you, did you get any better hours, John? You seen tomorrow? Like, you're leaving at, what, 3 in the afternoon at the at Magic, I mean, at the end of the day, 4 o'clock. That's like heaven to you, right? Actually, I'm leaving at 4, and I, you, know, you want to have any guess what time i got to be there tomorrow morning? Uh, 6.30. How about 5.39? Oh, that's a hell of a number, 5.39. <laughs> Yeah, that means I'm getting up at three ten. Why don't Why don't I make it three eleven? Yeah. Just for the shebang of it. So, yeah. But. Well, or wake up at three oh nine to keep nines in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, all my shifts this week are morning hours, and uh, with us going back to this new system, the older system and stuff. Uh, the, well, the other part is it also means we're back to combo buses. So, uh, <laughs> no, Mister. Uh, Mister. Uh, 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 Conroy always had a problem with uh, the buses at Boardwalk picking up at uh, Swan and Dolphin. We don't do the Swan and Dolphin, obviously, but we do, we now do do uh, Boardwalk. Yacht- uh, you said do do, yeah, so. John. You said do do, do do, do do. So, but yeah, we're doing a lot of those now too. So, like uh, I had Wilderness Lodge Contemporary to Studios the other day. Uh, so a lot of combo routes, not in the mornings, you know, in the mornings when everything's packed, you're, you're going separately and maybe in the, but in the evenings, afternoons, yeah, we're doing combo routes back to the, uh, and, and that kind of keeps it different too. So you're going to two or three different resorts on the way back. And some people, obviously some guests, if you're the oh, third one, would piss me off. Of I know yeah, you're okay yeah. with it, but I'm not happy yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. But, and I mean, uh, it's, it's basically, those stops it's kind of the same thing as if you're at saratoga springs and you're the third or fourth stop you know so but, yeah, but uh, still, obviously it, we don't do it the pop century and all stars and the big the the packed ones so but the reason you're paying for the other ones is the convenience of not dealing with all that packed. yeah you yeah, know yeah. and i'm not being smart and i'm all i know i'm always devil's advocate but the point of it is is i know the main reason why they don't you're doing this right now is because you you guys need another a few hundred bus drivers. You're you can't hire. I'm I'm reading articles constantly where Disney can't hire people. Nobody wants to go to work. <laughs> Nobody well, wants we, to work. I don't know where all the money's coming from. I don't know how you could stay out of work. I I don't understand it. As uh, as they say in uh, the my favorite vacation of all time uh, or Christmas movie of all time Christmas vacation. He's holding out for a management position. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good old Eddie. Good old Eddie. Exactly. No, uh, it's so. just crazy. I mean, I'm watching. I'm watching. Like, I mean, I'm reading uh, articles where they're even saying if if you recommend me for a job, John, and they hire me, you get five hundred bucks. Well, that's only in certain uh, fields, so housekeeping or in uh, food and beverage. Well, I'll get but... a job housekeeping for a week to get you five hundred bucks and quit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I think I think it's a three month period that your uh, your bonus is paid out over. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean they constantly hire bus drivers. There's never a, a, a cease in that, but that's because we have so many, and so many of us are of the. Uh, uh mage maybe uh age require you know the age uh mm. we, we're aged and you're so all farts a lot of us, yeah there's a lot of us retiring all the time so yeah well all i know is uh there's they're they're down on bus drivers they're down on everything i mean i go on i go on the website just to keep looking for the boats and it's like bus drivers are constantly like whacking you over the head they need help so oh, yeah 
Yeah, like I said, they're always hiring bus drivers. There's there's always an attrition of, of people leaving here, uh, and I mean, there's it's a combination of factors. Because I asked five I asked five different people when I stopped, why are they constantly uh, training new people and hiring new people? And I mean, there's a, a lot of factors to it. It's the age of everybody. It's the it's the hours that you get when you first uh, come in. I mean, if you're not prepared, if you didn't prepare yourself to work night shifts when you get hired, well, then you're going to quit. And, and that happens a lot. I mean, uh, uh, three out of like the 20 people that I trained with, they quit within a week or a, one month of seeing their schedules. They just didn't want to work the nights. But I mean, yeah, what do you expect? You're going to come in and work daytimes? No. I mean, <laughs> people put in their time for that, you know? So. No, I just got into it on my job because they wanted me to try to come in earlier and I can't see. So, But the one boss goes, well, you'll be out of leave earlier. I said, well, then I want to come in at four. A.M. So I could be done at noon. I would like to have lunch at home. Why don't we do that if we're gonna, I mean, yeah. no, because what happens is the little bit of time that I'd be starting earlier, by the time I set up lights and everything else, I'm back to the time I'm starting when light comes up, if you get what I'm saying. And then, and then doing these rooms without with natural light is the way you need to finish them and sand them. Like putting a big halogen lights on, you're defeating the purpose of what you're trying to get the room to look like. But it's like they don't want they only want to hear what they want to tell you, if you understand what I'm saying. But I'd say yeah, I'll start at four. This way I'm done at noon, I hit no traffic, it would be great. Yeah, you know, well, he, he didn't want to come in at four. That, so and I'm, then I'm the pretty close to that. So. Yeah. And then the other guy, the painter, he didn't want to start at eight. I told him, Why don't you start a half hour later, then you won't be standing around doing nothing. Why do I have to start earlier? You start later. <laughs> I like the time I'm starting. I have no problems here. But it's to continue with that article, uh, Disney is offering $1,500 sign-on bonuses and $1,000 referral bonuses, John. 1000 I was cutting you short, buddy. I was going to pocket the other five. No, I see how it is. Uh, the bonuses as labor shortage continues to impact Walt Disney World operation. Labor shortages in key areas continue to impact Walt Disney World return to normal operation across the parks and resorts. So we're getting less employees. We're getting taken care of less, but we're paying twice as much. This makes sense. I wish I could do this in my business plan, John. Uh, roles in culinary, housekeeping, custodial, and in business transportation remains challenging to fill. Disney is offering sign-on bonuses as high as $1,500 for chef assistant roles, with numerous other positions offering $1,000 bonus. In addition, Disney is offering $500 to $1,000 referral bonuses to existing cast members who recruit new employees. Both full and part-time roles available will pay with pay rates from 14 to 19 per hour, Walt Disney World Job Fair takes place December 13th, which is my beautiful mother's birthday, 2021, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Disney's Coronado Springs, which John was there today, weren't you, John? Yes, I did a lot of Coronado Springs today. Indeed, I did. Coronado is a beautiful resort, in my opinion. It's, it's not my favorite. Uh, well, I mean, me No, it's because I like it. A... You can't ever agree with me, John. You're yeah, always disagreeing bit... with me. It's a big freaking circle. It's a boring, boring place to drive through, <laughs> honestly. I'm talking about at staying at the resort and all. I think it's a beautiful resort. Well, they're all beautiful, honestly. Yeah. I mean, pretty pretty much. Maybe maybe we can skip out on an all-star or two, but for the most part, uh, once you're parked and you're walking through them, they're all really 
beautifully landscaped. And that's, I mean, I, I mentioned it before, it's irritating to me that you stay in a, in a resort like that, it's beautiful and has beautiful walkways and paths and stuff, and then you walk down the middle of the street with your stroller. It doesn't make any sense to me, but, you know. Dude, I don't know what it is. Know how I got my cart patrol? And yeah. I get aggravated about people with carts. But what I've been having a problem with lately, and I'm really getting aggravated about it, and I've even asked some people about it, which haven't had nice responses to me. <laughs> but why would you go to a Target or a store and people get out of their car, and instead of walking on the right side or the left side, why do they get on their damn phone and walk directly down the center of the parking lot? Like, they own the whole freaking store. Like, I, I asked the one, are you Mr. and Mrs. Target? You own this place? Like, what are you walking around like this for? I mean, John, their heads are down, their head is in the phone, and they walk right down the center of the driveway of the of the parking aisles. I mean, what is it with people? And I, and it's more and more. It's it's ridiculous. No, the, the, for example, I see this morning uh, people getting off at the bus loop, and they don't want to walk in the sun. Okay, I can understand that. But they're walking in the shade, and so they're walking in the shade on the interior of the bus loop where it, if you're not careful, you're crossing over the yellow lines and you're walking into my uh, into my, my road. You know, I mean, not your road, my road. And, of course, there's people on their phones, and then they just wander right into the middle of the, <laughs> into, into the, middle of the path. And so then I... I politely honk the horn and motion them over, and God, it looks like I told them that you know. Uh, uh, I, I don't it's like know. You I, yelled I, at them, like you called uh, them I'm names. In their cornflakes or something. No, I'm trying to prevent you from getting killed. That's all. You know. I mean, God forbid. No, I don't get it, dude. I watch them like pulling into parking lots as I'm shopping today, and up and down the aisles, walking right out in front of you with their head down on the phone, and then you blow the horn at them. And you're the idiot. And then when you wind the window down and said you want to continue that conversation, and they continue <laughs> on. Uh, Doug's ready, ready to throw down over people on their phone. Uh, over being idiots <laughs> and blaming me for telling them not to walk out in front of me because you're on your phone. Yeah. I did wish them a Merry Christmas. And I told them <laughs> I hope you're not so stupid in the new year. But is that, is that okay? Uh, sure, why not? Uh, but... Uh, I, I heard. Did you when you were driving the other day? Uh, what was what was the seventh, John? What was that? Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, right? I think so. I'm not sure. So when you were driving, yeah, Tuesday. When you were driving on Tuesday, did you hear about Disney giving discounts to all customers who are at the parks? Uh, Tuesday, I actually had a day off. No, oh, well, good. You probably Monday and Tuesday we spent at Disney, so yes, uh, indeed. Okay, well. Tuesday, did you have any problem with this? But supposedly my Disney experience went down most of the day at all the parks. Disney Genie Plus wasn't working. Walt Disney World is currently experiencing a wide-scale outage of its digital service, which is impacting a number of experiences at the theme park. Service impacts include Disney Fast Pass Reservation, Disney Genie Mobile, Disney Genie Mobile Ordering, Dining Reservation, Resort Hotel Reservation, and Main Entrance Admission, and more. So I'm sure that Disney gave uh, them money back for the inconvenience for that day, don't you think, John? Absolutely. I'm sure they did. Because I mean, and it, and they're saying it's because they're saying it was because of uh, uh, which we call it. They run on Amazon's platform. So I, I don't know what's going on with that, but it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you have when you're depending on technology for so much of your uh of your theme park experience now you can't have that issue i would think you would have backups 
So. Yeah, well, it's my my actually mine actually went out, John, as we were speaking. It says well, your you yeah your computer restarted because of uh, you had a technical problem, which nobody told me about. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't. Uh, it says uh, on the screen. It said, "Pardon the interruption." Uh, pardon the inconvenience. Some of our digital experiences may be unavailable at this time. We're actively working to resolve this issue. We apologize for the inconvenience. So, uh, with everything, you got to do everything now on this. Now, don't you think that should be? Don't that ruin your day, John? Like, shouldn't they? Do you at least get something if all your stuff is on there and you can't use any of it? What do you do? Yeah, if you had planned your entire day using your phone like you're supposed to at the Magic Kingdom and you're riding this ride at that time and that ride at this time and you paid for this, and yeah, I can't imagine now how frustrated that would make a typical tourist. Me and Lisa, however, we were at Epcot and didn't even notice anything. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you were at Hollywood Studios that day and had Rise of the Resistance planned and all that other stuff and had dining reservations, and what if you're going into the park and, and you want to go back into the park and your tickets are all messed up now? Yeah, yeah. Now, it's just, I'm, I, I didn't read a single person that got anything back for that inconvenience, but... They, it's it's crazy in this in this world of corporate where they can always find a way to take your money, but they never find a way to give it back to you. Like you had to deal with with uh, your deposit that one time, John. Yep, yep, yep. They took it within seconds, but it took uh, it took 14 business days to to give me my money back, and that was not Disney. That was PayPal. So that was, uh, I mean, I had two different reservations and one I used my bank card and it was within, I think, uh, three hours back in my account after I didn't use it. And then PayPal took 14 days, 14 business days to return my money. So that was all on PayPal. Well, it just sucks. Well, that's why PayPal is not even with eBay anymore. I mean, PayPal is pretty much useless now. So anyway. Uh, Disney is recruiting performers for six male characters from Disney movies for the upcoming experience at Walt Disney World. So they're doing something. Uh, interestingly, all the characters are males and include Shang from Milan, Prince Naveen, Al Prince Naveen, Aladdin, Flynn Rider, Prince Charming, Snow White, Snow White Prince. Captain Snow White Prince. That's what it says. Snow White <laughs> he Prince. He doesn't even have a name. Nope, that's what it says. Snow White, White Prince. Prince. <laughs> uh, Johnny Orlando and Captain Handsome. Johnny. All right. So we will be performing something there. Now they're already cast us. We're good. Yeah, we're, so we're, we're set. Uh, so the idiots have spoken, John. Disney's very Murray's after hours now completely sold out for remainder of the year. So There you go. Uh, the idiots with a lot of money to spend. They do indeed. They have a lot. Uh, New Year's Eve at Epcot will feature a countdown fireworks show, John. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good time. How was your uh, day at your little small vacation at the park? Uh, we had a great time uh, uh, Monday. Uh, ate a lot of uh, stuff in the holiday kitchens. Uh, went back to the... Uh, we can talk about some of that stuff if you want at Epcot. Yeah. We did. We rode no attractions. We went in the. Uh, we went into the creation shop and uh, checked it out. How and was that horrible place, John? 
actually that would be what replaced mouse gear i know, I know. <laughs> shed a tear um but uh the one thing i do like about it is there's a lot more windows in there a lot more glass and so it's a lit a lot better uh with natural light so but it, did it did it lose my totally musty smell which i love so much <laughs> Yeah, I, I, for the most part, I didn't even smell that over there. So yeah, I think it that is was gone, the one so. thing that I could never understand, how they could never get that musty smell out of there, Johnny. You know, and you know where that has moved to? Uh, for some reason, I don't know what— My brother's it, house? Think... I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's the— uh... I think it's the reclaimed water they use for sprinkling in the morning. But when I pull into the Magic Kingdom around 7, 30, 8 o'clock, as soon as you make that left-hand turn in the Magic Kingdom, you get a big whiff of that sulfur uh, smell. And it's like, oh, that's wonderful. Good morning to you. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to so. pick on my sister-in-law, so not as my brother's house. My brother's pickup truck. It's more like There you go. There you go. Uh, my brother's pickup truck. But uh, So anyway, John, what was some of your favorite uh, things you tried during the holiday kitchen? Oh, we had the, uh, or I had the soba noodles um, with a, a fresh, a fish. Stick. I had soba noodles tonight, Johnny. Yeah, and they were really good. I was really impressed. Uh, they did a good job there in Japan. I enjoyed those. And they were New Year's Eve soba noodles. So, That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the France Pavilion had, uh, um, it was like a roasted turkey with a mustard glaze. Uh, mustard cream glaze and it had roasted sweet potatoes and uh, pearl onions and mushrooms with it. And that was really, really good. That was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and it was a different way to eat turkey. You know, I mean, as Americans, we're so used to uh, the turkey and brown gravy, basically, and stuffing that you get every Thanksgiving holiday. So uh, that was a nice change. Um, and then we had the beef boil and scallops <laughs> in uh canada and with my discount doug that ended up being both of those together was ten dollars which was three dollars less than i could have paid for two raviolis in italy so i made the decision to go with scallops and beef so you know i mean hey i can't blame uh, you yeah yeah and all that all everything we tried was good um Actually, and there was a couple of really good ones. I really enjoyed the soba noodles. I really enjoyed the France uh, turkey dish. And, I mean, the scallops were good, but they didn't have uh, kind of what I'm used to eating with the scallops. You know, uh, um, so, uh, a lot of times it's rustle, rustle, roasted Brussels sprouts or a, Brussels, a cauliflower puree or something like that. This was a parsnip puree, and they only gave you a dab of it, and it just wasn't as as filling as some of that other stuff that goes so well with the scallops, but they were still good. Uh, and seems like there was one more, but I don't think it was. Yeah. We ate, um, the, the lamb kebab in Morocco. It was okay. It was good, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Um, and I think that was about it, all that we tried, but, uh, for the most part, we didn't really enjoyed everything out there. It was really good. And then we ended up, uh, going back to the room and it is warm here. If anybody out there is planning on uh, coming down within the week, next week or two, bring your bathing suit, flip-flops, and muscle shirt because it is hot. I'm serious, 86, 87 degrees and probably 80% humidity. So not much different than the summertime right now. Man, I wish I was coming down because I would like to – I mean, what more would the girls want to see than me and my muscle shirt? John? There you go. There you go. Yeah, Throw I'll the you, guns around. I know. I know. I'll, let you, I'll let you wear the flip-flops. I'll wear the muscle shirts because I'm, you know, 
I got double gauges going on here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Twelve I, gauge I, shotguns for each of my arms. <laughs> Uh, but I, I I jumped in the pool uh, and then we went to Disney Springs. Took the boat from Old Key West down to Disney Springs. Um, meandered around Disney Springs. Uh, went in a couple of shops. Got the at several of the non-Disney stores. I guess they do it on purpose, so you have to go to a non-Disney store. They have the maps for the Christmas tree trail, like House of Blues, the Basin, uh, a couple other places. So you go in there, you ask for the map, you get it um, with a. Uh, a thing of stickers and then wander around and look at the Christmas trees put your stickers on it makes you feel like you accomplished something uh, yeah so. I'm wondering if they're the stores that Disney makes pay for that and they that's the privilege they get to put the maps in there could be could be that's yeah, what I'm thinking it. that's yeah. what I'm thinking but uh yeah we went into basin and got some Lisa loves the bath bombs there so we got some of those got that anyway yeah and I know then, she drug us in there when we were there John yep yep yeah, so we got about halfway done, and then we just ended up. But we had made two trips around uh, uh, World Showcase, Epcot, and then walked halfway around Disney Springs, and, and I had swam for about half an hour. So I was, we were all dead. So we just headed back to the room and crashed. And believe it or not, Doug, on Tuesday, I did a responsible thing, and I went and bought new boots instead of going to Hollywood Studios and spending money. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I know boring, but responsible. Nah. So, Sometimes you got to do the right thing, John. It does yeah, suck, bought, but you got to do the right thing. Yeah, we went to the factory outlet mall here in Orlando and bought boots and shoes and stuff before we headed home. So, yeah, we were going to go to Hollywood Studios, but at the end of the at, at, at the end of the day, as Bob would say, I, I needed to make a a better choice for myself. So yeah, I did. It's better so. to spend the money on that than two hundred some dollars to go into the park. Yeah, yeah. So. But uh, yeah, for the most part, we had a really good time. It was it was uh, really enjoyable. I I put a lot of pictures out there on Twitter and Facebook of the food that we had and uh, things we tried. So uh, if anybody's interested, head right over to our uh, Twitter feed or our Facebook page, WDW Main Street Podcast, and you'll uh, you'll get a good look at uh, a lot of the stuff that we tried. So. Yeah, I kept retweeting a lot of this stuff on uh, Twitter when you were putting it out. So. And you got a and you got away with one last week, John. You sn- you stuck by Mr. Watts, 104 to 103 in our fantasy league. I know, right? What was that? Point seven per points or something? Yeah, yeah. You not yeah. You did pretty good. I beat uh, Aaron Ryan, 185. Uh, Mr. I mean, I don't know what, how Pat keeps fixing these games to win. He knocked off the beautiful Judith, 121 to 88. Uh, Sean Duffy won 128 to 67. Your son had a monster week, won 180 to 76. He don't like Monorail Bob too much, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, he, he put him in a traction or something, yeah. I think. So. No, he ran that monorail right off the track. <laughs> uh, our poor buddy Tommy, he lost to Mr. Hamilton, 104 to 83. And your beautiful wife, Lisa, won 113 to 83 over our buddy Evan. And I'm playing your beautiful wife this week. Yeah, it was a good week altogether for the Peters household. I think we all three won. So. I got a fun to a good start on her. I got Najee Harris. I'm up. Tw- I got 25 points out of him to start the week on Thursday. Yeah, it's, that's a killer start. It stuck. It sucks to start people on Thursday because it it sets you back if they do not. But when they do really good, it sets the table pretty well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you start feeling really good about your about your week. So. Yeah, I got, dude, I got, this is my week in all three leagues. 
that I got the major buy because my Eagles are week 14, so I always have a couple guys from the Eagles on my teams. But my boy Jonathan Taylor's on a buy this week, and that's like that's the best player in football being out for the week. That kind of hurts. Yeah, yeah, he's cranking it. So uh, he had a rough game against the Bucks, but uh, I was happy to see that. But other than that, yeah, he's he, he's running. Yeah, he scored a touchdown, had five catches. It was a, it was a horrible game for him. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, well, for him, I mean, yeah. what did he have the week before? Five so, touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. So, but anywho, uh, what else we have here? A look at the Star Cruiser welcome video for passengers booked aboard the Chandral Star Line. How cyan. So, what I mean, they even make that difficult with this place. I'm telling you what, John, I am boycotting this place just out of principle. Well, I, I between would me say, and you, yeah, we'll never be able to afford it. So, we're, let's uh, let's do it on principle, John. I, I would say, yeah, but I did try to bid for it, but they were gone by the time that uh, my bid came around. So, I couldn't get the I couldn't get the bus driving position. So, oh, you tried to pull that one out of your sock, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, going to be a specialized bus uh, bus bid to go to be the, uh, and you're not a driver there. You're a pilot. So, oh my you know, God. Yeah, would I have to call right. you PD pilot? Would I have to call you PD pilot, John? There you go. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, you'd almost be as cool as John, uh, Captain Handsome, John. However, that like I said, they were all gone by the time they got to me. So, but that's fine. Maybe next time. Uh, Johnny, did you, uh, have you got a chance yet to see, uh, Hawkeye? No, no, actually with this new system also, uh, uh, and, uh believe it or not, I got to go back to like our lunches, you know, not none of this, uh, two, two and a half hour thing anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, we're back to normal lunches. So no, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I know you're, you, I, I know you're streaming something. You're watching um, something in the hour. I'm still watching Doom, Doomton. Downton Abbey. <laughs> so. Oh, jeez. Anyway, Hawkeye is really good. I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. really enjoying Hawkeye. I will. Uh, I will give it. I mean, I watched a bunch of the Disney Plus stuff a couple of weeks ago. I watched the new uh, uh, Marvel movie um, and uh, a couple other things. Oh, the Boba Fett thing and stuff. So yeah. I'll get back on there probably this week. And I'm watching now the making of the attraction. I'm only three in, which I keep forgetting about it. That's why I'm only three in. But they're doing star tours right now, and it's really cool with Tony Baxter and all, how they flew overseas because this company was making this big simulator, and that's how they yep. figured out how to do the simulator for that. Did you watch that one? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, all of those are really good. I love them, dude. Yeah. They're awesome. That that's that makes the, those things like that and the animal kingdom behind the scenes. That would that's what makes it all worth it to me more than anything. Yeah, well, that's the stuff that I was really hoping they would do is more stuff about the parks, and they actually seem to be doing that. So yeah. you know, the movies are great, Disneyland's wonderful, but I want to see stuff about Disney World. Yep, hundred so. percent. Uh now this is sad, John, and I wonder if we're going to get discounts from the Magic Kingdom when both of these are shut down at the same time. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad to close for refurbishment in February of 2022, and Splash Mountain closed in January of 2022. So both mountains are going to be down at the same time. So would you even go into Frontierland? Country Bear Jamboree. You got to yeah. go see if, uh, if Mama's still going to kill Little Buford. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, of all the things they shut I down, know, that's the one you think they would, but they let that go. But 
the, the splash and all, I don't, I still, I don't think there's anything. I, I, I'll, I'll go down to say it. I still don't think there's anything wrong with Splash Mountain, but call me crazy. I, I, I've always enjoyed it. And I'm going to miss it very much. And I, I love Princess. I wish they'd make, you know, Princess of the Frog a great. I wish they'd just gave that its own ride and left, left my Splash Mountain alone. But to have both of these down, why would you even go over there, John? Uh, your favorite attraction, Tom Sawyer's Island, of course. Oh yeah. Oh that that that's still there, John. <laughs> I wonder when was the last time? Have you ever been over to Tom Sawyer's Island? Uh, ninety nine, John was the last Ooh. time. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no interest. In it. I went over to see. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. So I could see the view. Basically, I went over there to look back at the Magic Kingdom is what I wanted there, to see. Yeah, there you go. Actually, the last time I was over there, there was a, a elderly couple. They were sitting out on Folly's Dock, and they were just looking at the Magic Kingdom in the crowd. So that's pretty much what the, it's good for for the older folks. So. Yeah. Well, I was a younger folk then, and it wasn't. that was all it was good for <laughs> then. Now, it's just a waste of land. I'll go down the rest of my life saying that is the biggest waste of property in the whole in all the parks that they're not doing something with that because how big that is and the amount of flow that gets it makes absolutely no sense does it john no to get to to get over there you have to take the raft still and it, it's an outdated thing but i hold it holds a special spot because of jj because, i get it well not only that i mean i remember growing up there and, and playing there when i was a kid so uh i mean them caves were all as a 11 year old boy at the time we didn't have cell phones back then you know so yeah playing outside was that was awesome and so playing in caves and running around the fort and that whole yeah the the the, uh, bridge over the barrels all of that was was fantastic when i was a kid and i would 100 percent like i would be all for it if when i looked across there that island was full but nobody goes over there hardly it's it's wasted. Like if you count the amount of people that go over there for the square footage of the of the island, it doesn't take the amount of. It should be a people eater over there. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, it's because you have to get on the raft to get yeah. over there. I mean, it's it's a pain to get over there, and then most of the time that you do get on that raft, it's you're squished full of people. So, and then I think the last time some jack and ape uh, passed gas in front of me on the way, so that'll ruin your experience. So. And that's a, that's a corn on the cob right there, John, on the, on the <laughs> that's way over. That's one way to put it. Yes. But, I mean, they need to build then like a big, huge drawbridge that goes over that, John, to let people walk across. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know what to do, but it's not, it, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. So, basically, you're basically cutting off one-fifth of the whole park. Am I wrong? Because there's what? Five spokes, John. There's five lands, right? Yeah. So you're basically going to charge me the same, and wouldn't you say they're two of the biggest rides at that park? Uh, I would say they're in the top, uh, probably together, yeah, they're in the top ten, definitely, yeah. if not the top five. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I mean, you should, I, you're not getting, it would be like uh, all of a sudden, oh, the movie theater, oh, we messed up. Uh, 15 minutes of the movie, but we're still going to charge you the same for your admission. We'll just fill you in on what happened. It's it's incomplete. The park is not complete when those two are down. Yeah, if uh, if uh, what Mickey's Phil Her Magic is shut down for the day, I'm okay with that. I mean, you're still it's not fair, but you know, and and uh, what Alien Encounter stuff like that, I get it. But when these two are shut down, it it's not worth the price of admission. But we got to get to the main facts of this week, John. 
Lisa agree with me about those ugly barges. Oh, yeah, they were pretty heinous. Uh, I mean, really walking around there. And then the fact, okay, so here's us about uh, 5 o'clock at, or probably 4 o'clock at Epcot. Uh, what do you want to do tonight? Well, let's go over to Disney Springs. Oh, you want to go back to the room for sure? You want any chance you want to come back here and see the show? What? No, no, let's go to Disney Springs. So we didn't even really think it didn't even cross our minds to come back to Epcot to see the new show. I mean, that's how mediocre. I mean, if you love it, you love it, I guess. But it, it just hasn't from what I've heard about it, it really hasn't grabbed no. anybody. And, and it hadn't hurt. I haven't heard do anything you- in impactful the, enough for me to want to come see it so the only people it has grabbed is the Lumoncello masketeers the ones that, that are disney does no wrong i will pay an extra 30 dollars on my ticket to help disney refurbish uh splash mountain and big thunder mountain railroad because they are doing this for me so let me pay them more i mean they're the people that will that disney does no wrong and and I'm so when you texted that out, I sm- I was at work. I smiled from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, we were just walking around looking out there, and all you see is that big black circle. I mean, it's it's just come on, guys. Really, it, you couldn't have done anything better. It ruins yeah. the view, doesn't it? Like your view. I mean, and and the whole beauty of World Showcase is when you walk from Future World, walk down between the twins, the two stores there. And look across World Showcase and see America. Isn't that, and all the other countries, isn't that a be- a, a, the beauty of that? It was. Yeah, now it's just a big old hunk of crap sitting in the middle of the, middle of the water. It literally, it, looks, it feels like Star Wars came down and landed in the, in the pond. And Well, and not only that, now that when, when we were there, I don't know why, but they had a big giant yellow crane out there on top of it. No, oh, well, so, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was basically a construction site, is what we saw when we were walking around. So, oh, j- yeah. Th- you, you don't have your view at all anymore. So. Disney ought to. What they ought to do is, I mean, they might as well go full bore with their all that matters is money. And during the day, they should just put Coca Cola on one, Pepsi on the or Coca Cola on one, Tonka trucks, Dodge Rams, or just you, sell those big ass ugly things for uh, advertisement while they're out there. Yeah, you, you say that, Doug. Back, uh, it's been 15 years, 20 years now, I think. Uh, one time when me and Lisa had uh, uh, SeaWorld passes, they were sponsored heavily by Pepsi. And so they took their ski show, which had always been corny and goofy, and they changed it to Power Pepsi, which was half of the crowd, and the Dew Crew, which was the other half of the crowd. <laughs> and then they had the skiers in either blue and red outfits or yellow and green outfits for the so and it was the cheesiest most at it you know uh just oh it was horrible so yeah i could see i could see a, a theme park doing it really i did see a theme park do it so yeah, well I, I i could see it you you blacked out a little bit of cheesiest most but i could honestly see disney doing this i mean they, they should just run movies on it or something, John, because it's ugly as hell the way it just sits there. Yeah, do the nighttime show, nighttime movies out there. Yeah, well, dude, I'd have more fun watching that than what they're giving me. And, and again, some people like it, but they can't. They, they're the same people that will never say Disney has ever done anything wrong. Oh, they're saying something here about Guardians of the Galaxy. EW exclusive Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind interview with Disney brings confusion around audio animatronic in the ride. 
EW has published an exclusive preview of the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster coming to Epcot in 2022. And with it comes uncertainty about the exact exactly what the audio animatronics show scene we can expect. So there's a lot of confusion over it. The original edition of the article kicking off with the backward launch. The fa- uh, I don't. Do you want a backward launch, John? I don't want to launch. <laughs> I don't want backward, and I don't want to launch, and I certainly don't want a backward launch. But yeah. uh, uh, the fast-paced attraction will rocket riders through time and space and into a larger show building on the property, complete with animatronics, digital media, and James Gunn-directed series signature soundtrack of pop rock hits all the name of amping up the same energy and excitement from the film the article has been revised today to remove mention of animatronics john and now reads kicking off with a backward launch so they trying to save five uh, five bucks again john not to have an animatronic i'd rather have the animatronic than the backward launch yeah, I don't get this whole again. Like we spoke about Ratatouille. I mean, everything's about the bu- the a buck for them now, and it and it's starting to get old. Uh, construction update from Journey of Water, inspired by Moana at Epcot. Disney has decided today we're gonna have the show, but there's gonna be no water. <laughs> it's gonna be sand. Yeah, not even, whatever it is, they're just going to leave it the way it is and put a Moana sign on it because they're going to stop spending the money. There still isn't much to see with work still progressing on the infrastructure and foundation. Uh, The view from ground level, while mostly piles of dirt visible in the construction walls, but that's a major area that's under construction there, John. Yeah, that's a big chunk. According to Disney, the first ever attraction based on Walt Disney World Animation Studios' hit film Moana will let guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful and inspiring setting. What do you think, John? Is it going to be kind of like the water water show out at Disneyland? Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Change colors and stuff like that. World of color. Yeah, I think it's going to be like that, maybe. The new area will be located in Future World and approximately the area previously occupied by Innovations West building, leading towards the Living Seas, Innovation West, and an all-new building on the side have been demolished as part of the work. Yeah. Oh, that that leads me to another suggestion. Um, unless you're fascinated with uh, Future World right now and you want to ride Test Track and landing Stay spaceship, away. Or, uh, go ahead and enter through... Uh, uh, World Showcase and save yourself a big giant headache. Uh, man, I hate them cattle gates. It drives me nuts to walk through them things. I didn't like them when they were at Disney Springs, and I like them less when they're here at Epcot. So uh, it's just irritating to have to walk through them. And, and you get the same morons I was talking about earlier. Walk right down the middle. Won't stay right, won't stay left on their phone, just walking right through the middle of everybody. Am I wrong? Yeah, you got a family of seven, and they got to spread out across the entire thing, so they can all talk to each other at the same time. Yeah. While they're, they're all talking to each other while they're all on their phones anyway. So, and then when I say excuse me, <laughs> I'm the bad guy, John. Of course you are, Doug. You are the bad guy. Yeah, I'm always the bad guy, John. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? My computer tried decided to go slow again. It's like it's, uh, it's, Doug, like it's you old tell man. me why. 
you tell me why I decided to come home this way when there's a nighttime Christmas parade going down Highway 27. <laughs> oh, my God. Because uh, you uh, wanted to get a good signal for us, uh, John. Yeah, well, I guess I see some Christmas lights, so there you go. Yeah, we, There's the fire truck. <laughs> we, had, we had Santa Claus come by us today. Oh, very nice. What's this ex- excavation continues? And speaking of the cattle shoot, John, if everybody's going to continue to pay to go through there, I should start charging for people to walk through my construction site. If that's what you want to pay for Ooh, with the way yeah. Future World is. Yeah. But what's the excavation continues for cast member entrance at Transportation and Ticket Center? Is that a lot of hoop to do going on? Have you rode by oh, this? Uh, yeah, actually, I drove by that today and uh, was wondering. Uh, yeah, it just looks like they're going to put up a toll booth or something to keep... Oh, so uh, they're going to charge you guys to get in and out. No, they're going to keep nefarious people from knowing that they can park there and doing it any, and, and doing it. Because it, nothing's more irritating than to get there early in the morning for a shift and you've got your family of four from Indiana parking in your parking space. So, I mean, hey, hey more power to you, but that's my space, buddy. So, now, do you want to read? Now, do you want to read the Whitman's dictionary? Uh, what nefarious means for dumb people like me? <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about criminally minded? There okay. you go. There you go. Uh, new cast member entrance is being construction at the transport constructed at the transportation and ticket center off Seven Seas Drive. Permits for the new entrance were filed back in April, and, and construction's underway. The entrance is being constructed constructed next to the pedestrian bridge, John. Am yep. I right? Uh, I don't think there is a pedestrian bridge there. Uh, I mean, that's what it's saying. There's the overpass. Yeah, there's a, well, no, there is a little walking bridge there, John. There's a little tiny thin bridge there for some reason. Oh, that that yeah, but that's a bridge over a canal. That's yeah. not a bridge over yeah. the uh, yeah uh, yeah. There's a bridge over the canal. Yeah, that's so, where they're talking yeah. about yeah. there. The ground yeah. has been flattened, and short wooden barriers are on either side of the uh, uh, or it right on it right now. Man, the the, re, the uh, I can't read as it is, but the writing on this is ridiculous. Some crew members are working on farther excavation. I think they're going to charge you, John, eventually to park here. Why wouldn't they? At least a buck a day, John. Uh, well, he's black. Disney's blacking them out. John said he thinks they're going to charge five dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to charge us. Yeah. What else do we have here, John? Limited edition Walt Disney World 50th anniversary Cinderella doll. What's that going to be? A thousand bucks? Uh, oh my uh, God. It's gonna, it's gonna... It's got to go with the five, so it has to be $50,000 or something. No, Cinderella Special Edition doll. Uh, it's a regular doll, regular Barbie doll. What do you think this one's going for, John, for real? I'll stay with 50 I'll go 50 bucks. 129 John. Well, I tried. My goodness. Poor fathers with their daughters roaming around this park today. Uh, cause I, I couldn't say no, John. I know I couldn't. Oh man. I, when I worked at pirates, I would see him, uh, come out of Bippity Boppity Boutique and there'd be like this father with three, got three daughters between the ages of four and 12. And he's just like, just looks crustfallen. He, you know, because them, th- them outfits are, if you get fully dolled up there, you're spending four or $500 each. So he just spent like $1,500. So, he's saying to himself, 
retirement Ouch. is never going to happen. <laughs> not with three daughters, probably not. Uh, how did the Connection Cafe look, John, over there? That's going to be up front, the new restaurant. Are they getting close with that? It said they're putting the roof paneling on. I couldn't even see it because of the uh, uh, cattle cattle corrals. No. So, yeah, I couldn't see anything out that uh, they got a gingerbread cookie cocktail at Disney Polynesian Resort. I know you're not heading over for that, John. I'm going to skip on that one. Uh, what else do we have here? Not much, John. How was the Christmas decorations? Did you enjoy them when you were there? Yeah, yeah, the decorations were really nice. And while they didn't have the different Father Christmases that uh, I, we usually enjoy so much in real big presentations, they did have several different storytellers, somewhat small storytellers were, um, like in Japan, uh, as I was eat, which was very, um, almost, uh, fate. As I was eating my New Year's Eve soba noodles, a woman came out and did a presentation on why people eat soba noodles on New Year's Eve. So, <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a couple like that, or, uh, but it was a lot smaller endeavors than, uh, than normally. And they did not have the Chinese uh, dancing lion uh, puppet thing that I always friggin' love. I, I think they do. It's such one a of my favorites too. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, and they didn't have all the all the uh, Santa Clauses dressed up. But there is a Santa Claus, and I guess he can wave at you or something. You really can't sit on his lap. But you know, I was gonna skip that anyway. But uh, you weren't gonna get Lisa to take your picture on Santa's lap. Hi. Nah. Hmm. Uh, I was going to have jokes, but this is a family-friendly podcast, so I can't go there. Yeah, which uh, reminds me, uh, have me tell you uh, my non-family-friendly Disney jokes that I've got. So. Okay. we got to do a rated R version of this show and see what, <laughs> what ratings we get. Uh, refurbishment of the Disney Yacht Club now is pushed back till spring of 2022. They can't get anything done right now, John, and nothing done on time. That doesn't seem to. I mean, all, all the construction seems to take a lot longer than it should. Well, I guess they're not. They don't have the help. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing is with uh, uh, all the sign-on bonuses and everything. Ah, uh, well, this is heaven to my ears, John. This is the best thing I've read. She's so he's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Walt Disney World Railroad to begin testing adjusted track soon. Yay. Knowing that Tron's light cycle will never, ever, ever, ever open, Disney has started to lay down new track <laughs> around it. <laughs> uh, the Walt Disney World Railroad at the Magic Kingdom is, has been closed for three years now due to construction on Tron's light cycle. What the hell? Why? I can't believe this has taken three years to build this, John. While the attraction won't be returning to service anytime soon, Dwayne Bevel with the Orlando Sentinel reports that we'll be hearing some signs of life at the track test begin as the track testing begins. Disney has taken advantage of the downtime to the refurbishment, refurbish the stations, tracks, and trains themselves. The locomotives are over 90 years old, and other elements of the attraction have been touched up since 1971. It's refurbishment to Engine 1, the Walter E. Disney, revealed during D23 last month. That will be used for the testing. That is a gorgeous train. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they all are. And they've been impressively uh, restored from 
from the original uh, manufacturer, you know. So. It says the Lily Bell was refurbished in 2010. The Roy O. Disney and Roger E. Brogy will be refurbished next. So, I, I don't know. I mean, open open the damn train because we're never going to get on Tron, John. I don't think so. I, I don't think by the time we get it, the, our uh, our walkers probably won't let us get up the stairs. So. And the trams, did you see some of that, John? Finally, they're coming back. They're slowly but surely running. Yeah, I think they were supposed to start yesterday, which would yeah. have been Friday. So I didn't drive past uh, the Magic Kingdom when they were running. But uh, if I see them running, I'll let you know. But, yeah, supposedly they are. So. See, I think this is – it says some guests were unable to enter the park at Walt Disney World because of power outage. Well, I hope to God they should have got a free other day too, John. Yeah, something. In my opinion. I'm trying to read here. Some guests are now unable to enter the park. A line of guest relation outside the Magic Magic Kingdom was quoted as the two-hour wait. That's nice. I mean, why don't corporate get off their white-collar ass and come down and help these people? Like, would you want to wait for two hours because of their fault? I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's my fault I ordered the wrong cabinets for your kitchen. You're going to have to wait six more months. And, and tough, tough crap. Am I wrong? Like, how do you make people wait for two hours to not get in the park? You tell me. I, I mean, I don't get That's just wrong, in my opinion. Cast members reported that Magic Bands and Magic Mobile were both working at tap tiles. Uh, tap styles is what they're called. But physically, ticket media is not. Additionally, many guests are finding that their park reservation have disappeared from my Disney experience. So this is... Uh, Guests using the disability DAS will need to visit guest relation to get paper. Because one of our friends online was there and uh, couldn't use, and I know him, he couldn't use his his daughter's DAS the whole day. And she, yeah, and, and it's a shame. And it was like a day that they could go if you follow me, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't understand how you make people wait for two hours. It just makes no sense to me. There has to be there has to be a ton of back you know door people that could uh, you know people that aren't out usually at guest relations that could have came out to help somehow. I don't know. What else do we have here, Johnny? Besides your dirty comments that you're going to start talking about after yeah. the show. What you talking about? Uh, who the hell would want an eggnog cupcake, John? <laughs> I'll take a bite. That'd be about it. Yeah, I mean, and I would take it begrudgingly. Because it's not me. I'm I'm really hearing really good things, though, about Space 220, the new restaurant. I'm excited about eating there, John. Yeah, I was going to look into it for uh, me and Lisa's trip in, in April. Uh, I'll see what she thinks and see if, uh, if we want to. But I'd, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be one of the places that takes my uh, discount coupon. But nonetheless, I may have to spend the money. So, but oh, uh, Doug, I was going to tell you the other thing I actually tried for the first time ever was actual real roasted chestnuts over an open fire. So, how would I? Was Jack uh, Frost nipping at your nose? Yeah, not hardly, but yeah, uh, they were actually pretty decent. Um, they're a little bland for my taste. Um, so, uh, Lisa's glazed pecans were much better, <laughs> but okay, uh, nonetheless, I'm glad I tried them. You know, you hear about them in the in the songs all the time and stuff like that. But the best 
comment I had about them. I don't know if you know what they look like after they get cooked, but they, they kind of crack open and then you take the meat out, out of the inside of them. And one of the comments on Twitter was, it looks like a bag full of baby glazed dinosaur heads. And you looked at them and they did. They look like little baby T-Rex heads. So it's <laughs> pretty good. So. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the monorail issues last week, too? No, I did not. The monorail was down for a while. And they actually gave people lightning lane tickets if they ever got off the monorail. If you ever get off? Yeah, they were stuck on the monorail. Uh, so we'll give you lightning lane tickets. That's good. Oh, man. another It's just saying Bob Iger shares a heartfelt farewell letter to cast <laughs> members. He said he wished he could have did it in person, but with COVID. So, oh, yeah. what an ass! I mean, so it's so if it's unsafe for him to come and give the reading to all everybody, then why is anybody in the park, John? Why am I working on, yes. on a packed bus? You tell me, Doug. Because you're not as important as Bob Iger. You know, Mister Iger, he's the only one important. And you'll see his ass out to dinner next week without a mask on. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, what a butthead. Yeah, with COVID and all, it couldn't really come. Even Presley don't like him. <laughs> Presley hears that name. I have him trained if I say Bob Iger. Say <laughs> he growls. Yeah, Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Right? I'm, he's giving me a growl now, staring at me. I have him trained well. He would bite Bob Iger if he came near this house. That's 100%. <laughs> I already, what I did is I, he has his scent and I show him pictures at night and I give him treats. You see him, you bite him. So, but anywho, John, uh, uh, you, you'll be home. What time's your, what time does uh, Tampa Bay play tomorrow? You know, I haven't even checked today. I got to check when I get home. I think at four, but I'm not positive. I got to check with the, I got to check with my sports, uh, nut family when I get home. Believe me, they have a chance to watch sports a lot more than I do. I will usually watch them recorded anyway. So that's a shame. I'm I'm gonna find out right now for my buddy John. The Buccaneers play at 4:25 against the Buffalo Bills, which will be a great game. And you should be able to get home by then, don't you think, John? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I should be able to. Actually, I'll be able to watch most of it or listen to most of it on my way home. So that'll be good. Well, what time you leave tomorrow? Uh, 4:05. Okay, so you'll be able to watch the second half live. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It depends on my drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, it should be, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, if it don't start to 425, the first half ain't over till quarter of six. Yeah, yeah. If you leave at five after four, I, I think I think my gazintas tell me you should be able to do it. I always forget that football games are stretching up to four hours. You know, when I was a kid, I could have swore they all lasted about three hours, maybe even a little less. But now all football games seems to stretch between three and a half to four hours. Well, it seems like the early games get over a little faster than the late games, the primetime games. They're trying to stretch them out for a few more commercials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was watching a game a couple of weeks ago, and I was amazed. They, it was near the end of the game. And uh, they had had a whole bunch of timeouts and the two-minute uh, warning and all that bit. And then somebody else got hurt, and they, and one of the announcers said, and we'll be right back. And then he went, oh, no, I guess not. I guess we've done all our commercials. And I was amazed. What? They, <laughs> they actually have a, a set amount? I thought you guys did commercials until the show's over. So. Yeah, well, they probably, they, I bet they dug a few more out. 
I bet they did. I bet they found one. Yeah. Well, speaking of football, know what the nuttiest the thing that has driven me nuts? One of the many things that drive me nuts. But why the hell does 60 Minutes still start at 7 o'clock, John? <laughs> they know better, right? I mean, everything is pushed back on Sunday night. Like, why don't they just start 60 Minutes at 8, if you understand what I'm saying, or 7.30? It's like, it's always preempted. Every show, then you get shows behind it if they're not really important shows. We're going to enter the show previously already started, and you're stuck yep. watching it halfway yep. through. But why does 60 Minutes always – why Why is that not just pushed back? Like, when in the hell is a game ever done at 7 o'clock, but it's scheduled for 7 o'clock? I don't think it's been done at 7 o'clock in 30 or 40 years, you know, uh, since I probably was a little kid. So. I think the only reason they use that, because I think what they do when they sell advertisement – They'll show, like, the end of the football game is actually giving them ratings for that 7 o'clock hour. So when they show sponsors, yes, 60 Minutes gets 5 million watchers. <laughs> and, and 4 million of them was from the football game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, how many people leave uh, 60 Minutes on for a good 5, 10 minutes after the game's off anyway? They get up and, and yeah. go get another beer and use the yeah. restroom, and, and yeah. 60 Minutes is still on. So they're yeah. getting that f- false reading anyway. Exactly. Just like all these shows, the reason they started – 805 and stuff like that so they can get the last show's ratings in with the next hour. Yep. But, no, that's always driven me nuts with the 60 Minutes crap and all the shows push back. Uh, Tron's light cycle run might not open for another year, it's saying, John. Can you believe <laughs> They should just tear that down and start over with something else, John. I think it's jinxed. It, it sounds bad, doesn't it? It says Tron Light Cycle Run may not open till well into 2022 or even 2023. Like, what the hell is wrong with it? What? 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 They already built one of these, didn't they? That's what. It, that's what I was gonna say. Isn't this a replica of the one in Shanghai? I mean, shouldn't they know what they're doing with it already? Well, one positive thing. I. I you're right, John. I don't get it. I mean, the Tron is baffles me. Tron, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron are the two longest things I've ever seen built on Disney property, I think. Seems like they've taken longer than Avatar or, or uh, Black Spire Outpost. Nah, dude. We've built, I've built multiple hospitals, <laughs> hotels, and everything else in between this. And, and a hospital ain't an easy thing to build, John. Doug, I did my Navy career in less time. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, Johnny. Uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover shifted from Alamo Rent-A-Car to Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I like that because I'm an Enterprise member, John. Oh, well, okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) I like this one. Entrance Academy pieces were installed on Tron Light Cycle as the construction slowly drags on. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't know. What else do we have here? Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is staying, it's, it's staying open later with uh, the extra magic hours, so that's pretty cool, John. Uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resi- Dude, Rise of the Resistance is closed more than it's open, I think, John. I mean, I know yeah, it's not, but it is broke the, down all that, the time. That's the problems with these 
highly technical attractions when they first opened. You know how how much uh, Flight of Passage was broke down when it first opened up. So it was, uh, but I don't think this much, John. I mean, this I is know. like every know. day. I mean, I, I'm exaggerating, but I, at least once or twice a week it's broken down. Yeah. And it looks it's fabulous. I'm not saying it's a bad ride. It's just it's just crazy how much it's broken down. See, President went back to sleep as soon as I stopped talking about Bob Iger, John. Uh, uh, guests may book one-night stays again at Walt Disney World Hotels. That's cool. Uh, I guess you could do it because of DVC, you know what I mean, John? Yeah, yeah, we didn't have problems. I love that Enterprise is sponsoring now. Cali River Rapids reopening set back before Christmas at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Another ride that's not going to be open, John. Yeah, you could uh, definitely ride it and get wet right now and be a nice relief. Yeah, the, all of a sudden, Blizzard Beach is really busy again. So. I'll tell you what, man. This Mickey Mouse Animal Kingdom Lodge ornament now available. I want it, John. It's really cool. Is it adorbs? It's adorbs, John. It's almost as cute as myself. Eh, I don't know what they want for it, but he's really cute. He's in a little, little gold, uh, orange and white. I mean, orange and yellow safari little shirt with his little green shorts. He's almost as handsome as me, and it says Animal Kingdom Lodge underneath it. It started selling in October, but it's still on on sale. So, but it doesn't give a price. Ooh, it must be good price then. I'd say sixteen ninety nine is what I'm I'm thinking of. If I could ever find it, it isn't saying it here, John. I doubt if it's sixteen ninety nine. Most of uh, ornaments, if you if you get three of them, you can get them for twenty bucks a piece. Other than that, they're like twenty four ninety five. Nope, I'm going down. We're gonna see. Oh, you're you're close. You went over though. I would have won on the prices, right, John? It's twenty two ninety nine. Okay. I will say though, I don't think I've ever seen anything priced at Disney World twenty two ninety nine. Have you ever seen many things twenty two dollars? I haven't. No, no, not really, right? It's usually nineteen ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine. I've never seen a twenty two ninety nine. I don't think in my life. Well, first time for everything, they say, John. There you go. Well. I'm going to let you go, John. It's been a crazy week. We did our Christmas shopping. We got a lot done. You did a. You spent two days at Walt Disney World, which I'm glad you did. I You deserved it. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a day off, and uh, uh, I'm to the point now with this uh, shift back to uh, normal routes and stuff, they got rid of a lot of the charter buses, too. So you, as guests come in and out, you'll see a lot less charter buses, which uh, for the big resorts, uh, might mean that you wait a lot, a little longer, um, but it for the people in ECVs, it's a lot better because none of those charter buses could take ECVs. Um, so they, we heard a lot of complaints from them. Obviously, if you know you see three charter buses come and you none of them can pick you up, you get a little frustrated. So, well, that that's cool. I I because I'm sorry. I mean they're. I like the bus drivers. I know they're doing a job, but I like to see the more of Walt Disney World buses. They're what sets the beauty and the tone. That's what you want to see, not a charter bus. You don't want to see uh, Greyhound and all that other stuff. You want to see Disney buses with Disney uh, wraps on them. 
Yes. And you want to see your, your friendly neighborhood, uh, John, uh, Johnny Orlando, driving that bus. So. Yeah, well, more important people want to see you, John. So I'm waiting for uh, one of our big followers to finally catch up with you. So, but anyhow. Well, every... that's the other thing. Uh, this should, should make it a lot. Okay. Good. Breaking up. Yeah, you just started to. No, I was going to say, you should. it should make it a lot easier for people to find me. You know, with me running the same route four or five times in a row. So. Yeah, well, maybe uh, if you find out what your route is in the morning, you could just say it before you go. Yep. You know, say yep. today, if you're at Coronado, look for John. There you go. So, but anyway, if you find John, say hello. Everybody be kind to one another. Everybody, please go over to iTunes and give us a review for a little Christmas present, a little Christmas shout-out. We'd really appreciate it. And say goodbye, John. Full to strollers. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.